Hi, I'm Joel. I'm Natalie. And together we host Mainland. It's a podcast on the history of the Lower Mainland. And of British Columbia. Mm. So if you're into history. And BC. And beer. Oh, yes. Hang out with us. Yeah! Find Mainland on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm -hmm. Mostly I'm here for the beer. Welcome back to The Woods, a podcast about the mysterious, the legendary, and the plain weird. Because you never know what you're going to find in the woods. I'm Shazne. And I'm Sandy. Um, we didn't, we forgot how our intro went, and we just had to go back and listen to... That's why it sounded so good. <laughs> <laughs> we went back and listened to the intro of our old episodes, and, and we got it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners know it more than we do. Yeah. Um, but thank you for being such loyal fans. <laughs> um, so, Sandy, guess what? What? This week is a very special episode. It's it? Yeah, so last week should have been, but... <laughs> <laughs> but we forgot. We didn't realize the last week was episode 20. So, instead, Yay! we will be celebrating episode 21. Yay! We're Woo! legal drinking age in the U.S. Our podcast is, yes. Yes. I mean, technically, we are of legal drinking age in the U.S. Yeah, we are. We are. 22 years old. But now our podcast can come with us. Yes. <laughs> so, ladies, what can I get you to drink? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll have a, a rum and, and coke. She'll have a, a tequila. And uh, our, our friend to our podcast over here, yeah, she'll take a, a beer. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Uh, oh, we're so funny. Yeah, so funny. Yeah. Uh, first things first, Sadie, how was your week? It was awful. Oh, same. I had quite the week, and I've come to accept that I am just very stressed, and I should take care of myself. But today was good. We got a donut. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, pod listeners. <laughs> we need a name for them. I know, if anyone, like, okay, because Kills and Chills has one, and then Undercover Coven has one. I'm pretty sure, like, other people do. Everyone, except for us. Except us. for us. If you guys have, uh, I don't know, a suggestion to what you want to be called, let us know, because we've got nothing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so what I was saying is that we got Starbucks for the first Yay. time in a very long time. Because we can afford it now. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Um, so that's different. We haven't had that actually in quite a while. Which is, it's kind of funny that, like, Starbucks is, like, our choice of drink. Because we normally aren't the kind of people that go to Starbucks. No, like, in the morning, I'd go to Tim's way before I think about going to Starbucks. Yeah. Um, but the only reason we do this is because Sandy lives so close to a Starbucks. I mean, I live close to a Tim's, too. And I did have a free donut. Oh, I have one, too, somewhere. Oh, well. Mm. Next week. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, like, I rarely go to Starbucks. So. Yeah. It's like a treat. Treat yourself. Okay, so for this week's episode... Yeah, we have a special treat for you guys. We will be not only doing a Q&A with submitted questions from listeners... 
But thanks for all those who submitted questions. Yes, thanks to you. Um, but we will also be talking about something very dear to our hearts. Ghosts. Ghosts. And demons. Well, mostly ghosts. Mostly ghosts. Some other things because of the questions. Yeah. Oh my god, we could talk about aliens. Okay, whatever. We'll get to film. Um, yeah, our own personal ghost stories. Ooh, I was very um, hesitant. But Undercover, Undercover Coven, shouts out to you. Uh, you guys are the best. Um, they were like, nah, personal ghost stories are chill and they're cool. And you know what? I agree with you. I just never thought that my personal ghost stories were something people wanted to hear. Except I had this really weird thing happen to me. I got this weird voicemail, like, threatening me. Oh, yeah. That was and fun. I told Shaznay, I was like, hey, I got this voicemail. This person just, like, threatening me. And she goes, why does the weirdest shit always happen to you? And I, kinda, I had kind of this moment of, like, epiphanies. And I was like, holy shit, why does weird things always happen to me? And I have this long list. And it also, like, kind of happened when... Like, I sent Undercover Coven an email about my dad's cursed car. Like, who has a cursed car? I guess I do. And then, what's blood got to do with it? I sent them a story about, like, my poltergeist. And I was like, what? Where did this come from? So, I guess what I'm trying to say is I have a lot of ghost stories. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I do. More than I thought I did. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's pull from the hat. Let's answer our first Listener's question. Okay, so here I put all of our questions. Can you hear that? ASMR? Yeah. It's in my top hat from two years ago when I went as Abraham Lincoln for Halloween. If you want to see that picture, feel free to ask. (laughs) All right, pulling from the hat. Our first question is, how do you bring yourself back up after immersing yourself in true crime episodes? Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, to be quite honest, most of the, like, it, very little am I actually, like, shooken, shook, shook by a story. Shooketh. Shooketh. Like, normally I'm really good at separating um, real life from, like, what, what I read about or what I listen to, watch, stuff like that. Uh, sometimes I do get a bit freaked out. So, like, this week I've been binging all these, like, online scary story things on YouTube. So have I. Because, like, you sent me that YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, I am so, like... Shook it. Whoa, man. So that stuff is kind of... It's real people making these things. They're just, like, uh, fictional stories. But it's real people making these things. And sometimes uh-huh. you can't tell if they're real or not. Or they're, like, really hyper-realistic stories. And those sometimes get to me. Because, like, some of them are about, like, stalkers. Or, like, even real stories. So, like, there's that person outside licking a doorbell for, like, hours. If you remember that in the news. Yeah. That freaks me out. And... I was, like, home alone. I was, like, watching all these stories and stuff. And I'm, like, start, I start hearing things in my house. I'm, like, oh, my God, there's someone's in my house. So, yeah, that freaks me out. How do I come out of that? Uh, I just put on a different <laughs> video. That's fair. Or I text my friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I guess I, I'm kind of the same way in regards to the stories I read on the podcast. I I guess also because we create such a, like, a fun setting, like, yeah, a lot, like, some of the stuff we talk about is, like, scary and sometimes very, like, even heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But, like, we're usually here, I don't know, drinking Starbucks or hot chocolate or whatever we're doing that day. And, like, hey, I get to see my best friend that I haven't seen since a week ago. Yeah. So, like, it's, yeah, it, it's a fun kind of safe setting. But in regards to my watching creepy videos on <laughs> the internet, it's a little harder. Um, I'm not like Shazney where I can just put on a different video because my anxiety is, like, it's just there. Um, however, since getting Loki, it's been a lot better because all I have to do is touch him or pet him and, like, I know that I'm okay and I'm in a safe position. So I'd say, like, yeah, my dog is a big, mm-hmm. like, help for that. Um, I should put him into training to be my therapy dog, but he doesn't want to. Whatever. Side note. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I hope that answered your question. Yeah. Thank you. Good question. Yeah. Okay. Um, do we move on to stories? Yeah. Okay. Start start us off, Sandy. Okay, let me look at my list. Some of our stories actually kind of interconnect, which is cool. It's because, like, we're inseparable. Yeah. Okay, so this first one, probably the one of the... Actually, no, I wouldn't even call this the scariest thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> um. So, about... Oh, shit. Like, almost seven, eight years ago? Holy shit. When I lived um, in a different town, city, whatever that I live now, when I was in high school, I think I was like 15 or 16 years old, I think more 15, I was home, or no, I had woken up, it was, like I always got up like an hour or two earlier than everyone else so I could shower first and like do my hair first and I just needed to look presentable when I went to high school because that (laughs) mattered to me at that time. Yeah. So anyway, like, um, I lived in this, like, duplex, so all of the bedrooms were downstairs and the kitchen and stuff were upstairs. So because everyone was downstairs sleeping, I didn't want to turn on my hair dryer, so I went upstairs to, like, this half bathroom we had, and I closed the door behind me. So I was, like, you know, blow-drying my hair, it's all nice and good, and then suddenly I feel like I just, like, hit someone in their chin with my blow-dryer. Like, it was hard. Like, it, there's no mistake. I hit something. So I looked behind me and I thought maybe one of my sisters had snuck in and I, like, didn't see them. Maybe, like, they woke up. I didn't hear them. But, like, there was no one around. I checked the slack on the, like, the cord to plug it in. Like, there was tons of slack. It wasn't caught anything. Uh, but I brushed it off and was like, whatever. And <laughs> went on with my day. Uh, so I come home. I think everything's fine. I think, like, my parents and my siblings left. I don't remember where they were. And I was a moody teenager that wanted to be at home forever by myself. Yeah. And there was this um, balcony. And I walked past and I saw this apparition, I guess, of this girl with a scar on her chin. And surprisingly, I wasn't scared I knew it was fucked up (laughs) because of what happened that morning. And it did cross my mind, like, shit, what if this ghost is mad because I accidentally whacked her in the the fucking (laughs) chin with my hot blow dryer. Uh, But no, I knew this spirit apparition, I don't know, my fucking imagination, I don't know what it was, 
wasn't malicious and she wasn't there to hurt me. I don't know why she presented herself to me. I don't know what she wanted. Uh, but I guess she, I guess now thinking about it, she only appeared herself to me. Like, she obviously, like, was in the bathroom with me since she had that scar on her chin and I had whacked her. But I, I don't know why. And that's the only time I ever saw her. And sometimes when I tell the story, people are like, oh, like, were you scared? Like, no, I, I wasn't, which is weird because I'm scared of everything. I remember you telling me that, like, this girl was, like, blonde or something. Like, she did not even look like your sister's. And she was in, like, a dress. She was, uh, I don't remember, I don't remember her as blonde. I remember she had short hair, okay, which one of my sisters had. Yeah. Um, she was in a white, it was either a t-shirt or, or not a t-shirt, like, either a really baggy t-shirt or a white dress. Like, she was, she didn't look scary. Like, it was just this girl standing yeah. there being like, hey, what's up? But, like, it was up? definitely not your sister. It was def- also, like, they weren't home. Yeah. Like, they left. So, yeah, that was the first Sandy story of the night. Hope you enjoyed that. Talking about it out loud is giving me goosebumps for some reason. So I was 15. I am 22 years old right now. I have lived, like, knowing this has happened to me. And I I guess I like I, it didn't affect me until talking about it out loud right now. So, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, it's spooky. Yeah, so... Uh, I remember I wrote about it on the My Chemical Romance blog, oh, yeah. and tons of people were like, well, are you on any medication? I'm like, no, I'm not on medication. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, like, are you, like, were you on the verge of passing out? I'm like, no. <laughs> so, I don't know, like, believe it if you want. I know a lot of people probably wouldn't believe me, but, like, this is something that, that I witnessed. Just creepy. Every house I lived in has something going on. Well... Maybe know. it's just me. I just bring the spirits with me. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll just lead off of that story with another story from that house Yay. that I experienced. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> okay, so we were... Sunny and I used to have sleepovers, like, all the time. And, you know, like every other teenager, we would pull all-nighters, just, like, up all night listening to music, talking, re- reading. We read a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it was, like, your stories, or I was, like, reading your Spanish Bible. <laughs> I know you'd read, like, my stories out loud, and you're like, man, when you get a book published, I want to read the audiobook. Yeah. And I was like, you're hired. <laughs> if anyone wants to read my stories, donate to our Patreon. It's not up yet, but when it is, yeah. you might be able to read 15-year-old me's writing. We'll see. I don't know. I'm embarrassed about it. Anyways. <laughs> um. So... Well, two events happened that night. So, earlier in the evening, Sandy and I were just chilling. It wasn't even the evening yet. It was, like, after school. Yeah, like, you had come straight over. Yeah, but we were, like, telling each other creepy things. I think so. I think we were really into our conversation. Yeah, we were really, like, creeped out for a second because we were probably telling our ghost stories or something. And Sandy, the way her room was set up is that you could see her door handle right from across from her bed and we always stood or sat on her bed against the wall and I looked at the door and we both kind of looked at the same time because she had this little angel charm hanging off the handle and it started swinging back and forth <laughs> and we were like what what's going on Sandy is that moving and Sandy's so like yeah <laughs> staring at it like oh my god what's happening we're freaking out and then 
door swings wide open. <laughs> and over here is a boo! <laughs> and it's Sylvia. <laughs> yeah, it's Sylvia. And then she was scared. You like she went boo, and right as she, like she did, we started screaming. Yeah, <laughs> we screamed so hard. Well, like. Because it was one of those, like, you know those jump scare videos that have you focus on, like, a thing, and then it <laughs> yeah. jumped, like, that's what it was. That's what happened. Yeah, that was so funny. Well, then, later that night, we stayed up all night, and it was 6 a.m., and of we course. were finally, like, trying to fall asleep, and I heard footsteps upstairs, and I was like, oh, it's Sandy's dad, like, he goes to work at 6 a.m., he must, <laughs> like, that's totally normal. And, yeah, I heard this guy walk around upstairs in, like, work boots and then walk down the stairs and out the door to, like, to work. And I heard, like, the screen door slam and everything. Well, like, a week later or something, I mentioned it to Sandy. I was like, yeah, like, your dad goes to work at, like, 6 a.m., right? <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> like, he does occasionally, but I remember then he specifically did not. It because was a we... weekend. Yeah. yeah, that too. Yeah. And I'm like, no, what are you talking about? Yeah. So. And I remember I did ask my parents. I was like, hey, what time does dad go to work? And I'm like, I don't know, like 7.30. Why? And I'm like, oh, I heard these footsteps. And then my mom's like, oh, yeah, you can always hear them. And I was like, of course you would brush it off. <laughs> and one day I'm going to do an episode just on my mom because, like, she's, she's not. Like, I love you, mom. I know you don't listen, but in case you listen to this one. It's crazy. Yeah, so um, she's just like, of, like, yeah, I hear it all the time. Like, yeah. duh. So, yeah, Sunny's house was definitely haunted. And I remember you telling me that you could always hear a kid bouncing a ball upstairs. Yeah. And so could my mom. And she's like, are you new here? Like, why are you acting so surprised about it? Like, my mom treats, the treats the paranormal as if it's something so mundane. Which I guess, to us, kind of is. Yeah, some people. Anyways. Probably is normal. Is it, do we, yeah, another question. Do you, yeah, you can pull it up. Okay. If you had to fight a horror villain with the skill you have now, which villain would you fight? You know, when I was typing these questions out, I was like, damn, what villain would I fight? And I was like, it's okay, I have all day to think about it. And I did. But I still don't know because I can just see myself dying. Though I think the one I would have better success out or success at is Chucky. So when I was little, I was terrified of Chucky. I was like four or five years old and I walked into the living room and my dad was watching Chucky. And I was like, this is horrible. Why would you want to watch this? I am terrified. And then I watched it when I was older and I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> so like, he's just this stupid little dog. You could just kick him if you wanted to. So I think that is the one I would fight because I think I would have a good chance of winning. You? Um, I have zero chance at winning against any horror villain. Well, just choose one you'd be okay to losing. <laughs> yeah, well, I, exactly. I was like, who would I want to, like, you know, have the honor of being in the presence of with? Um, and I think I would want to uh, meet... Um, Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think because I have actually, like, okay, one time we went to a haunted house at a mall, and 
there was this guy dressed as Pyramid Head, and he was, like, following us around. Oh. <laughs> and he, he, I think he was trying to scare me, but I knew who, who the character yeah. was, so I was just laughing the whole time. <laughs> like, I was watching The Strangest Prayer Night with my sister the other day, and, you know, there's a scene, like, that guy's constantly dragging his axe, and I was yeah. thinking, like, wow, what does Silent Hill want to be? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I would fight Pyramid Head, but he'd probably win right away. I just think he'd be cool. I'd try to ask him some questions. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, is that mask heavy? Probably. <laughs> That's probably why he wants to stab everyone. Oh, He's so and miserable. ask him, like, what's your workout routine? Like, you're really buff. It's just dragging that huge wow. ass sword oh around gosh, I should try and that. wearing that huge ass metal mask. Yeah. But yeah. We should all be, well, we'd all be like just huge. Yeah, really buff. <laughs> punch all the boys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So these next few are pretty recent. So this happened after I got. Loki. At least that's when I noticed it. Though I think it did start when I got Loki. Yeah. So um I got Loki and I got him like I got him a tennis ball, you know, obviously he's a dog, he likes to play fetch. Mm-hmm. Got him a tennis ball and then one day we lost it and I, I couldn't find it anywhere. Like I still can't find it. I remember I had to deep clean my house because they were doing a showing when my house was for sale. Um, so I had Sylvia come in and help me, and, like, this ball was nowhere to be seen. I asked Ian. He's like, I don't know where it is. And I was like, whatever. It'll turn up. Like, it's not like it could go anywhere. And, like, we didn't really take it outside, so whatever. I brushed it off. I got him a second ball. Same thing. It just went missing. I still can't find it. I don't know where that is. It's fucking bright pink. You'd think I could find it. Still can't find it. Still can't find the tennis ball either. And I lost... Like, I got those reusable Starbucks cups with the straw, and I lost the straw. Still can't find it. And I asked Ian. Ian's like, I don't have it. And I'm like, whatever. Like, I didn't care. I was like, whatever. I'll buy another set of straws from Amazon as long as it's a big deal. So yeah, I brushed it off. And like, I did kind of have a thought like, huh, what if it's a ghost trying to get my attention? And I was like, nah, like, who cares? So I'm asleep. It's nighttime. It's almost, no, it's 3.30 a.m. Which, no, 4.30. I remember because I was like, what time is it? Is it the wishing, witching hour? And it wasn't. And I was so relieved. So Ian and I wake up to this loud crash. It's like a huge fucking crash. And I have... There's this ledge in my room, and I have this mirror on it, and in front of the mirror I have, like, my lotions and my hair stuff and, like, makeup and all this other stuff. So the mirror had fallen down, and, like, I checked the time. It was 4.30. When I saw that it was 4.30, I was like, okay, it's not a demon. I'm going back to sleep, and I'm dealing with this in the morning. So the next day, I wake up. The mirror's not smashed. It's like, good, no bad luck for Sandy. Yeah. But all of the stuff that was in front of the mirror were not touched. They had not moved an inch. So the only way the mirror could have fallen down without it disturbing anything in front of it was if someone had physically picked it up and smashed it on the ground. Yeah. So I was like, okay, there's an explanation for this. There has to be. My window was closed. But 
I opened it like it's one of those like twisty ones that like open upward. Right? Yeah. So I opened it and I was like, okay, how can the wind also I live in the basement. It's like how can the wind get through here and knock my like my wind or my mirror lift down? Lift up the mirror and yeah. toss it over all of um, the I'm not really good stuff. at math, but I concluded with my calculations. That is not possible. Also, <laughs> I've had that window open during really, really windy days, and I like no wind like yeah. comes through. Like I live in the basement; it oh, opens yeah. outward. And we live in Saskatchewan; it's literally windy every single day. Yeah. So like I like I didn't like it. it just I was like, okay, it's not that. And like maybe it was just sliding off. But if it had slid off, then all of my makeup, all of my hair products, everything would have She's fallen a lot down of too. Stuff in front of it. Yeah, it would have fallen down to like I'll post a fucking picture if you don't believe me. And I was like, Ian, it's a goat. Now, Ian is the biggest skeptic I've ever met. Does he know what I'm talking about? No, no. he doesn't. So, Or maybe he does. I don't know. And he I was like, so. no, like, it wasn't that. And I was like, okay, then, like, how do you explain this? And he's like, I don't know, but it, like, it wasn't a ghost. But fuck you. It was a goddamn ghost. <laughs> and I think, it, I think because it kept stealing our stuff. And I kept brushing it off that I think... It just finally got mad of like, hey, acknowledge me. I'm here. And I did acknowledge it. Um, I tried not to open communication because I was like scared. Mm -hmm. But I was also like, well, it wasn't 3 a.m. It was 4 a.m. I feel like maybe that was a way of being like, I just want you to notice me, please. Um, Then I have this gate outside. Like, I think afterwards I'm like, okay, like, I know you're not evil, but please get out of my house. And ever since I did that, the gate would open by itself. And I have to keep the gate closed because my neighbor gets mad at me when I let Loki out to go pee. So, yeah, it would keep opening. And then one day I just slammed a shut and I was like, okay, stop this enough. And it hasn't opened by itself since. Oh, wow. I am not shitting you. And I remember I did tell you about the gate. It hasn't done that anymore since. I I was thinking about that. Yeah. Since I said, like, stop, like, stop opening Watch out the go gate. out to leave and the gate's open. And I know you closed it. Yeah, I have to because I don't want the neighbor to yell yeah. at me again. I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I I cleansed my house after that and I haven't noticed anything. But I don't know, maybe I've just opened something again by talking about it. Well, your neighbors upstairs are like constantly... Oh yeah, my neighbors upstairs like fucking St. English was like one day I'll move out of here well here I'll talk about the stuff that happened in Akba High School oh yeah okay um I feel like we briefly talked about this before we did we talked about it when Seema was here but like super brief yeah okay so yeah, if you listen to the episode that Seema was on, I think it was the Big Top Monstrosities yeah. episode where we talked about circus stuff, um, there was a, a point in high school where Seema and I were in the same English class and she sat in front of me, like the desk right in front of me, so her chair was like literally against the front of my desk. And um, I was playing with her hair, like tugging it, because she has pretty blonde hair, so I was like playing with her hair, and we were supposed to be doing schoolwork, and then... Classic. Yeah, she would just turn around and be like, I'll play with my hair! 
And then I play with it again. Well, then I got to a point where she like actually looked around and like slammed her hands on my desk and was like, "Stop playing with my hair." And I was like, "Okay, I'll stop." And then I actually started doing my homework because I'm pretty sure we had a test like coming up. Classic. <laughs> and then she whipped around and she was like, "Seriously, I said stop." And I was like, "I didn't touch your hair." And she's like, "I felt someone pull my hair." I was like, "Well, it wasn't me. Yeah, it wasn't me. What are you talking about, girl?" Um, so, there's more to this. Another time, when I was doing a math test after school, I was alone in the classroom, and I was really angry, because I didn't want to write this stupid math test, and my teacher was in the gym, coaching basketball, and there was some kids right outside the door, um, who I knew that were, like, I don't know, they're just chilling out there after our, after school. They have nothing better to do, I guess. But I was alone in the room, and I could hear someone behind me at the back of the room. Like, I could hear breathing, yeah. and, like, I could hear it I and, and feel it, like, coming up closer to me. But I was so angry and frustrated at this math test that, yeah. in my mind, I was just, like, seriously, ghost, I don't have time for this right now. You really need to fuck off. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so there was somebody breathing behind me. Uh, did we ever talk about the books? Uh, we did mention it. I think we did. So, um, our librarian, when we tried talking to her about ghost stories or something like that. Yeah, why did that happen? I I don't remember. I think we just asked her if she thought that school was haunting. And she was like, like, yes, let let me me tell you. you. (laughs) Yeah, it went exactly like that. Um. Yeah, she said that she had seen uh, bookshelves spinning in the library. And then, oh yeah, like, and there's no windows in that library. Like, all the doors are closed and stuff. And these are, like, not really light bookshelves, like, pretty heavy and full of books. And they were just spinning, which is weird. And she was like, yeah, I grabbed my stuff and left. (laughs) Yeah, she was, like, the only one in the building at that point. She's like, ah, bye. Yeah, bye. Well, because she even checked to see if the doors were open to let Mm -hmm. in a draft and, like, they weren't, and she's like, huh. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure she said that happened a few times. And every yeah. time it does, she just leaves because she's like, mm, nope, not doing You know, one thing this. I did like about her, like, not only was she, like, one of the best teachers I've ever had, but, like, she was open about, like, paranormal stuff that has happened to her. Yeah. Like, she, I remember she would, like, tell at least my class, like, stories. Yeah. Um, like, I remember she told us how, like, one of the ways she knows that she's going to be okay is when she finds, like, black hair elastics because her aunt that passed away would oh, always yeah. wear them so she like every time she find them she'd know like oh my aunt's taking care of me and like and it was just nice to know that a person providing me with education also believes in ghosts yeah anyways <laughs> <laughs> um and then there was the our other english teacher that she was doing research for ghost stories for a unit you weren't there no, you I, I can't believe you missed that class. Okay, but so like upsetting. I was not in the class that took that had the ghost stories, and I was so pissed about it. So I remember in grade nine, watching all the grade tens read ghost stories yeah. as a sketch one. I'm like, yes, I am ready. And then I wasn't in that class. I had to read the fucking chrysalids. Oh, we read that too. Okay, I read the chrysalids, and then I was in another class that didn't do ghost stories. I'm pretty fucking sure, and I was so. Pissed, because I would have remembered yeah. if I talked about ghosts, because I can talk about them for the rest of my goddamn life. But, yeah, I wasn't. 
and that wasn't like the that wasn't the time that I had left or anything like you just weren't in that class. I wasn't in that class. No, I no, like, I think it was Sina and Julie and I. Like, were in that class. I read Macbeth. Well, we read that too, but we also got to read Ghost Story. I didn't. And I can't like, believe it. I'm so. I would have read it. I was just like, this is just my fucking luck. But I guess my whole life is a ghost story, so. <laughs> yeah, you were overqualified to be in that class. Yeah, you're right. I should have taught the class. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, our English teacher was researching, and she was watching these, like, videos of people telling ghost stories and stuff like that. Ooh. But then she actually heard, like, somebody in the hallway, like, slamming doors and stuff like that. And when she went out there, there was no one there. So she grabbed her stuff and just, like, booked it out of the school. She was like, like, I don't even think I I locked the door. remember when I was learning to read tarots. I read tarots, by the way, if anyone's interested. Um, Yeah, I was learning to read tarots. And I was watching this documentary about, like, it's saying it can open up a portal. So I was like, what else can open up a portal? And it's literally even just talking about it opens up this portal. So us talking right now can, like open something. Oh, love in my whole and life is a portal. Yeah. That's all I do. I know. So even just her... Yeah, watching videos about it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have opened something. Yeah. But yeah, then, like, during all this stuff that was happening at our school, like, I started having dreams about, like, who this person was and stuff. And I came to the conclusion that it was a teenage boy, and I think his name was Josh. I think I named him Josh or something. <laughs> Jeff. Sorry, remind me of the Bob's Burgers <laughs> episode. Yeah. Because so. it was a 13-year-old boy named Jeff. Hmm, that's yeah. interesting to everyone. Yeah, he was just this teenage boy named Josh who liked to mess around with us. And I was like, okay, cool, we'll Josh. stop. Josh. <laughs> yeah. Is that so, it? Josh, if you're out there listening to this on your ghost pod. <laughs> if you're out there. <clears throat> Next question. What's been your favorite story so far that you didn't know before? Do you want to go first? Do you have an answer? No. Mm, me neither. Um, you know, I've, I had a lot of fun researching the, um, oh gosh, what, the, the animal one. Oh, uh, Phil? Groundhog, yeah, Punxsutawney like, Phil. Yeah. That one was so much fun because I had no idea and I found out like how actually hilarious and interesting the background of some random day was. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that one was a lot of fun. And so was, I think, um, the, 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 the theory. Yeah. The conspiracy theories we did, the, the first set. Um, I did the... Simulation theory. Mm-hmm. That one was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I think mine, like, I had a lot of fun researching the dancing plague. Like, I already knew about it before because I, like, it was a case study I had to do in my psychology class. But there was, like, other things I talked about there that I didn't know. Like, I didn't know about the strawberries with sugar virus. I didn't know about the laughing girls in, like, Tanzania. And also there was just a lot of, like, because I just talked about the mass hysteria aspect. Like, I didn't know that this town was building fucking stages for these people and getting them to dance until they died, basically. So that one, like, I had so much fun. 
But I also had a lot of fun researching for our Christmas episode. Yeah. Because, like, all of the stuff I did was very, like, Mexican-based because, you know, I'm really proud of my heritage and I'm, like, Christmas is the most important time uh, for my family and it makes, like, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm religious, but doing all these religious traditions makes me feel close to my mom and my grandparents and there was a lot I didn't know like I didn't know pinatas used to be made out of clay and I like I didn't really know the origins of all these things so that was super fun and uh I liked learning more about my heritage so yeah I'd say that was also one of my faves uh so yeah another one I had a lot of fun was with the um one about the group in oh man I'm blanking so hard tonight the one about the Inuit oh, yeah. tribe? Where are they from? I forget. Nunavut? I don't know. <laughs> I think they were from Nunavut. It was it Yukon? No, I think it was Nunavut. I don't know. Okay, anyway, well, here's like a question for that me. Was fun. What's your favorite story that I've done? That you've done. Um, and then I'll pick one that you've done. I'm trying to remember what we've actually covered. Yeah, same. I really liked when you covered the Chupacabra. Yeah. And when you covered the the monkey dude. Oh, uh, what was the name? Travis? Trevor? Yeah, Travis the chimpanzee. Mm. That was freaky. My favorite that you did was probably the lady that kept her lover in the attic. Oh, that's like my favorite story. I had so, so much fun listening to that story. <laughs> I, I also liked the um, when you talked about the Loch Ness Monster. Maybe it's just because I referenced a vine during the <laughs> episode. But, that was, but I think, yeah, my favorite is the lover stuck in the attic. Yeah, I yeah. love that story so much. I know, it's so fun. <laughs> is it story time again? Um, yeah, I think so. Okay, this one also happened recently. This happened this summer. So, you know one of our favorite podcasts, and that's why we drink. Mm-hmm. So I was listening... To, like, I'm kind of, like, look, I am actually scared to talk about this story. Okay, so, sorry to anyone who could possibly get hurt by me talking about this. Okay. So, this is your warning, and also the warning to myself. I won't get into it, but in this episode, Em talked about Peggy the doll. Oh, yeah. If you don't know who Peggy the doll is, she is a haunted, cursed doll who now <laughs> lies in the Zach Baggins Museum, if you want to learn more about it, go listen to episode 86 of And That's Why We Drink. Yeah. Um, so... Go watch out. It'll probably get cursed. So. I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So I had listened to their other haunted doll and cursed stories. Right. And, yeah. And, like, they had other cursed stories yeah. that they were like, oh, this happens to certain people and, like, this stuff. But, like, none of it affected me. I was like, well, it's unfortunate that some listeners like, experienced all these things, but, like, it didn't happen to me, so I was kind of expecting the same thing listening to this episode about Peggy the doll. Mm -hmm. But one of the things they said is that Peggy likes to leave three scratch marks, you know, like most demons do. So the next day, after listening to this episode, like, that whole day, I just, I felt eerie. I felt like there was someone constantly following me, but I brushed it off. I thought it was my imagination. Then I woke up the next day and I had like three really large scratches going up my thigh. And I was like, Ian, 
I'm curious. He's like, no, you just scratched there. And I was like, fuck you. I just scratched there. <laughs> like, I had just listened to this episode and they had said, oh, Peggy likes to do this to people. And like, I am getting it. He's like, you bumped into something. I'm like, I bumped into something and it just gave me three really deep red scratches. Fuck you. He didn't believe me. Of course. Um, so then I was like, I cannot suffer through this alone. So what do I do? I called my sister and I was like, want to hear this spooky story? I didn't tell her she might get cursed. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, of course I do. So I told her what happens the next day. She wakes up with three sets of three scratch marks, one up her cursed. thigh, one like another set of three her on her side. And I think another set of three on her shoulder. Six, six, six. Okay. Oh. So she like. My whole family believes in the paranormal. We all believe in ghosts. Like, it, it, we talk about it as if it's fact. Say what you will. It's just, like, we're from a really traditional part of Mexico. We all believe it. So then, we're at the fair. No. After that, Sylvia goes, we have to tell Angela. Like, the good sisters we are, we have to tell <laughs> our other little sister. So we did. And guess what happened? <laughs> we're at the fair the next day, and I find... Three scratches, one on her leg, and then two on each of her shoulder. And I was like, we're going to die today. <laughs> like, we were at the fair, and we were all, like, genuinely scared to get on a ride. Yeah. Because we're like, okay, we've been cursed. We've been marked. We're going to die. Well, people said they got into, like, car accidents. Yeah, people said they the were, episode. like, projectile vomiting. At least Ew. I didn't do that. Like. Ugh. Could you imagine I'm, like, on the mega drop and on the way down I'm just barfing? I mean, that'd be funny, but really like, gross. I was just, like, in my bed chilling listening to the story. <laughs> I was just, like, cool. I mean, I didn't get a nosebleed. I didn't get into a car accident. Luckily, none of the, like, the rides broke down while we were on them. But we did Ooh. get those scratches, which is super, super weird. Yeah. Um, And that's the only story of theirs that, like, has ever me I guess so yeah sorry guys if this happens to you yeah um blames on you not us <laughs> yeah uh, I just I gave you or if you have a if you have a problem you could take it up with M from and that's why we drink could you imagine <laughs> yeah so uh you talked about Peggy and then which resulted in this happening and then they talked about it on this podcast and well you're the reason I got into a car accident and projectile vomited and got a nosebleed <laughs> ultimately like Zach Baggins is the owner of the doll now so really so go, we should go after him honestly yeah, I'm not going to get into the story of the doll because, personally, I don't feel like getting scratched again, though I might because I'm talking about it. Yeah, probably will. Probably. I'll, I'll let you know. I will let you know next episode. But, yeah, no, it is an interesting story. If you're not too scared, you should go check it out because... I mean, it was a good story. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back to when I was just a wee little baby. Okay. Okay? I have a few from my childhood. I'll do them all together, I think. Okay. Okay. So, when I was, like, a newborn, or at least young enough that I don't remember, and I still lived in the crib. <laughs> Hello, um, MTV. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, so, I would be asleep in um, my bedroom, wherever my mom kept my crib, in a room. 
under the stairs locked. And I'll get in. She's a wizard. <laughs> yeah, I'm a wizard. Um, no. So yeah, I'd be asleep, and my mom would be in the kitchen doing dishes, and my dad was at work or not at home. So it was just me and my mom, and the kitchen was right beside the door. It was in an apartment, all that. So it was right beside the front door, and my mom always kept it locked when my dad wasn't home for obvious reasons. Because why wouldn't you keep it locked? <laughs> <laughs> and um, she would just be doing dishes, and then suddenly she would see someone come in through the door and head to my bedroom, oh, yeah. where I was. Um, and she always like kept my the door to my bedroom like open a little bit and stuff. So. She would be like, what? Did I just see someone? She would go and check on me, and I'm fine. I'm just, like, sound asleep. And, um, yeah, she said, like, that happened a few times. Uh, but the door was always locked. There was never everyone, never anyone there. And, and yeah, so some guy used to come and hang out in my crib. <laughs> so when I was older, so around, like, five or six, probably, or six or seven years old, we lived in a different house and my bed in my bedroom was like at the end of my bed was this closet but the, there was no doors on it so it was mm-hmm. just like an open closet and one night like I was supposed to be asleep but I was like I don't know goofing around in my bed like reading a book or something that I wasn't supposed to be doing. And I support <laughs> reading books before bedtime. Yeah but this was way past bed. I'm okay with that. My kid could be up at 4 a.m. reading, and, like, I can't be mad at them. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was supposed to be asleep, and I knew that, and my parents were out in the living room, um, and I was goofing around, and then I heard from my closet at the end of my bed, but it's wide open, so you can see right into it, I heard, like, knocking. The ghost was like, uh, excuse me, you're supposed to be in bed. Yeah. It was just like... And I, like, looked... And there was someone there. And I never heard that noise before. And we lived in that house for a long time afterwards. And I still never heard that noise again. So people were like, it was probably just the pipes. Excuse me. Pipes don't just knock on walls. <laughs> they don't grow arms and hands and knock on walls. Like, Not in this universe. No. <laughs> and on the other side of the closet is a bathroom. So I was like, my first thought was like, oh, someone must be in the bathroom. So I got up and I checked. Because, I don't know, apparently I was gutless as a kid. Most and, kids are. Yeah. I got up and I checked and the light was on. But um, there was no one in there. And I would have noticed if somebody had left. Because I was like, it was quick. Like, I instantly got up and checked. And I went and I talked to my brother. Because his room is right across from the bathroom. And I was like, he was like half asleep. And I was like, were you in the bathroom? He's like, what? Like, were you in the bathroom right now? Like, did you hear something? He's like, no. But he had this, like, truck. Like, one of those big trucks kids could sit in. Mm-hmm. in and it had these buttons on it. And the buttons kept, like, going off. Even though the batteries in the truck were, like, dead. Yeah. Like, things just kept, like, going off. And and then it started, like, going off again. Because it did it, like, every night or whatever. And, like, and then I went out to the living room. And I was like, and my parents were like, what are you doing awake? <laughs> really? Why are you still up? <laughs> Witnessing a poltergeist. Yeah, I was like, were you guys in the bathroom just now? And they're like, no. Go to bed, you know? There's but a yeah, monster no, in like, Go to bed. Yeah, no. I told them, I was like, I heard something in the bathroom. They're like, it was probably, like, he, like our uncle lived in the basement at that time. 
They're like, it's probably your uncle. And I was like, he's not home. <laughs> the next day, I went down and I asked him. He's really mean to me. <laughs> but I was like, were you home last night? He's like, no. Why do you care? Yeah, he, he's like, wait, what are you doing down here? Go away. <laughs> it's funny, his girlfriend listens to this. Oh, <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> um, Hope you enjoy this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was somebody in my closet. Apparently, um, in that same house in where my bed was and everything, the or my door was at the other side of the room, and I could see my parents' doorway from my doorway. So I used to sleep with the door open, which I don't do anymore. <laughs> but when I was a kid, I always slept with the door open, and it'd be pitch black in our house, and I could see the like silhouette of a man like walk into my parents' bedroom, and it was like the same height and stuff as my dad except I could hear my dad snoring in bed and it was like late late because sometimes I would just be up really really late Mm -hmm. and like everybody else would be asleep and yeah I could see this like silhouette of a man like walk into my parents bedroom and stuff um so that was fun maybe it was your dad astro projecting (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe honestly it could have been that's so funny he's snoring but also astro projecting yeah um at at my new newer house when we had just kind of moved in um we had recently like had a, like when a couple years before we had like people in our family pass away and stuff like that so I always like connected it to this because it was this happened at like an anniversary of someone's death but um I was like I had this like little cell phone that I used as a light to get from my bed to the door. Yeah. Because I had a bunch of junk everywhere. Because I was Same. a child that never cleaned the room. I still don't clean my room. Yeah. <laughs> Same. And um, I would point at the floor and, like, get up and walk over to my door. Well, I did this one night. But then there was this light, like, beside me that moved. And I was like, what the heck? Like, it was way brighter than my cell phone light. Yeah. And um, I, like, traced my steps backwards. Like, I literally stepped backwards. <laughs> And had the phone in the same position and everything and did it again and it never showed up again. I was like, what the hell? So I always thought it was like an orb or Maybe it could something. Be. Yeah. Okay. That's that's all for now. Um, okay. We'll get over. We'll get to the creepier stuff later, I guess. Or my next story. Okay. Okay. Would you use a Ouija board in a graveyard for $3 million? Listen, there's very little I wouldn't do for $3 million. Is that one of them? You know, for three million? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I would do it. For three mil look, even if we got three million and we had to split it, I would still do it. Yeah. I'd probably do it for fifty bucks at this point. Honestly, same. <laughs> Man, if you wanna pay us fifty bucks, Sandy and I will go to a graveyard with a Ouija board. Instagram live. You know, my grandfather recently passed away and he's a very or he was a very religious man. Maybe he still is, wherever he is. And I can just imagine using a Ouija board in the graveyard and him coming through and being like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, pretty much. And I think that's what's stopping me, is I just don't want to disappoint my grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that's my answer. I think Shazne answered it too. There you go. Heck yes. There you have it. We will do it. Are we going to get paid $3 You better get paid. Okay, this one isn't really paranormal, or maybe it is. Okay, so I'll give you a little 
backstory on my family. My mom is super sensitive. She has had most paranormal experiences that I have ever met, like, of a person. Maybe she's a medium, but doesn't know it. I don't know. But one thing that always happens to her is that she's either, like, she's always the last person to see someone alive. Like, like, as soon as my mom, like, if someone's on their deathbed, my mom will go visit, she'll leave, and they'll either die hours later or a day or two later. My aunt, my mom's sister, she has it where if someone's on their deathbed, she goes to see them. She, like, witnesses them die, and my grandma does this too. So, like, that side of the family, super sensitive, and I just always thought that it missed me. But after going back through everything, I realized that maybe it hasn't. So... I guess keeping this in mind, you can't decide if this is paranormal or just a really awful, unfortunate coincidence. So I was coming home from a job interview, I think. I remember I had to take like two buses. And I had gone on the bus at the university terminal and I saw this guy sitting there and he had his backpack. And like he was pretty young. I'd say he was about my age. And he looked like he was sleeping. Um, Like whatever, I ignored it. I sat down, listened to my music, and the bus, so we'd go from the terminal at the university and was going to the terminal at this one mall that was close to my house, and my thing was, okay, I'll get to this mall, I'll buy lunch for Ian and me, and then, like, I'll go home. So as we're turning into this terminal, I hear something fall behind me, and sometimes people have, like, these rolly... Like, you know those, like, backpacks that have wheels on them? Yeah. Kind of like that, but they're not backpacks. They're grocery bags. Yeah. And that's what it sounded like. So I'm like, oh, someone, like, dropped their groceries or whatever. The bus stopped, and then I got up, and once I was stepping out, I saw that the guy behind me, who I thought was asleep, had fallen down face first. And I thought, okay, like, and not to generalize, but he didn't look like there was anything wrong. Like, he was clean-shaven. He looked clean. Like, his, his clothes were nice and clean. He was wearing a backpack. He was young. He didn't look like someone to just die. Yeah, to just <laughs> fall. And he didn't wake up. Like, okay, if you if you fall asleep and then fall on your face, you're going to wake up. Yeah. But he didn't. But I was just walking out when I noticed it. And I, I kind of feel bad. I'm like, well, what do I do? But, like, I just walked into the, the mall. I got my lunch. When I got out, I saw that there was paramedics and there was a police car there. And the bus had the, like, not in service sign. And I was like, holy shit, like, I hope he's okay. I got home, and, like, I just had this, like, really deep, like, sad, like, dark kind of vibe the whole day. And I didn't know what to do, so I took a nap. (laughs) And then when I woke up, I saw that I had a notification from, from my school that said that one of the students unexpectedly died, and I knew... Immediately that I had witnessed someone die. And like a week or so before, my grandpa had passed away. So I was already in a very like dark, like I was not in a good place, I guess. And that just really, and I remember I we had to record that day. And when you came over, I was like, he died. Yeah. 
Yeah, because, like, I had texted you and said, hey, I just saw this crazy thing happen, and you came over, and I was like, he's dead. Like, I got this email. So, paranormal or an unfortunate coincidence? Like, I don't even know. A bit of both. It's so messed up. Yeah. Scary. So, I'll add that to the list of a bunch of fucked up shit that has happened to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, your turn. I'm not depressing now. Um, mine's quick because, because the rest of them kind of tie, it tie into a question that we'll get to, that I'll tell more then. So the last kind of paranormal thing that, oh, I just remembered another one. Oh my god, <laughs> Sandy, do you remember in high school when we were walking like down Main Street and we seen that woman? And then okay. we looked away, I, and then she was gone. I didn't know to br- if I should bring that up or not. But yes, I remember. Okay. Because it was rainy that day. Yeah. And, and she it, was wearing a yellow raincoat. Yeah, and it looked like she was about to take out an umbrella. And then she just disappeared. Yes. Oh, my God. She, we were both thinking about it. She was walking up to a corner, like, as if she was going to cross the street. So she was out in the middle of the street. There was nowhere she could have turned. And we seen her... We were just talking, and when we kind of noticed again, we were like, where did that woman go? Well, you started freaking out. Like, I remember I was just chatting with you, and then you started screaming, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, because she just disappeared. But yes, I remember, because, like, it was, the, like, we were by the library in yeah. that one park. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, she I was just that. gone. So, I don't know. Basically, if you want spooky shit to happen to you, hang out with us. Yeah. I mean, there's also the, those... Uh, the ghost church we seen. Oh, that was wild. We were having a sleepover at our friend's house. We were out in the backyard in the hot tub, and there was this, like, cross out in the in the distance, and it was super foggy, and it was just a glowing cross. And we're like, and, like, where we lived was known as being this, like, Satan worship Satan in town. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh, my God, this is the, the, uh, this is the ghost church. And our really Christian friend at the time got so mad at us. Yeah, she's like, ghosts can't, like, no, churches can't be haunted. I'm like, um, have you watched a horror movie? Because yes, they can. Yeah. <laughs> um, only other thing that I can think of that happened between us was um, the dumpsters behind your house. I mean, I guess it could have been an echo. I think it probably was an echo, but it was weird. Yeah. Every time we walked by... The back alley, if we could hear someone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was probably an echo. It was still probably. creepy as hell. Because every time I'd have to stop and be like, do you hear someone? And I remember, it's because we're by the dumpsters. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the last thing that kind of happened was when I lived in, um, when I was going to school in Regina, um, my boyfriend at the time had moved in with me for a few months. And one night, we were like asleep. And um, I was asleep at least. I don't know what he was doing, but I was asleep. And suddenly he just like reached up and grabbed the curtains above me, like on the side of me, mm-hmm. on the window. And he reached up and he just grabbed them. And I woke up instantly and I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, I seen someone standing above you. Oh, God, that's wild. <laughs> he's like, I seen the silhouette of a man standing above you. Was he hot? No, was he hot? <laughs> yeah, was he hot? Did you give him my number? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's all for those kind of, or the waking life. Yeah. Awake life stuff. 
I won't get into my dreams yet because I know that's a question. Oh, it is. Yeah. So the rest. Is it my turn or your turn to pick a question? Go ahead. Okay. How did you two meet? Our oh, origin no. story. Who would ask this? It was a dark and stormy night. Yes. Um, no, it wasn't. No, <laughs> not at it all. It was a bright fall day. It was the first day of school, wasn't it? Or was the second day? First or second day of school, yeah. Yeah, it was we fresh into high school. Grade nine. And we didn't want to take French, but all of our friends did. So we just went straight to health class. Yeah, we just did health class. And, like, I was new to the town, so I knew no one. And I was only there for a year, so I knew five people. Yeah, (laughs) so we, like, our teacher was kind of like, get into partners and think of ways to make the school a better place. The only people I knew in that class were Evan and Tyler, and they were already partners. Yeah, I didn't know anyone, but I was like, yeah. well, she's in my other classes, so. Yeah. Like, because you were friends with our mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had mutual friends. So, I was like, okay, like, if my fu- if my friends like her, then I'll probably like her. Turns out I liked her more than all of our other friends. <laughs> uh, but it was so awkward. We're both really shy, especially at 14. Yeah. We were super shy. And we're like, how do we make the school a better place? Oh, I know. Let's put <laughs> let's put recycling bins everywhere. Oh, wait. That's already a thing. <laughs> and then the next day, our teacher was like, okay, rip up those assignments because those were stupid and we're not doing those again. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how we met. Yeah. Then we just kind of... We became inseparable after that. I don't know how or why, but we just kind of started... We just, like, hung out constantly. Yeah. What did we talk about? Ghosts. Yeah. Like Our emo souls. We were so emo. If you knew us in high school, I'm so sorry. I think it was music. that Because that was, like... Because you introduced me to My Chemical Romance, and I yeah. introduced you to Sum 41. Yeah. Yeah. It was music that brought us together. Ugh. Wow. Hallelujah. The yeah. universal language. Yeah. Actually, I'm taking a class, and we talk about how music is not the universal language. But whatever. That is a different story. <laughs> So, yeah, that's our origin story, Sandy and Shaznay. And then that same teacher, she was just there as, like, for a mat leave. Mm-hmm. And she had told the teacher who came back, like, you will never find these two apart. And she was right. Yeah. And I think every teacher in that school just knew us as, as, like, a pair. Yeah. So, yeah, hope that answered your question. Period. Yeah, that's our origin story. Mm-hmm. And all the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you each share a creepy or funny life story? Well, we just shared a lot of our creepy stories. I, okay, Kasima asked this question. Yeah, sorry, Seema. I'm outing you right Called now. Called you out. Um, and she had said bonus points if it's one I haven't heard before. So I saved one that I know she hasn't heard before. Okay. This happened when I was in like grade six or seven. My friend who lived next door, her and her family was on vacation, and she's like, can you just come and feed my dogs, like, in the morning and at night? So I said, yeah, like, I was going to pay for it. So I took my sister and then our friend who was spending the night with us, because I'm like, it's dark, and I don't want to go by myself. So we go to the house. <laughs> I don't know what the, like, what it was. So we go, 
And then the house across from it, like, there was no one living there, was completely empty. And at night, it just looked super creepy. And then I see this figure standing in front of the house, just staring at us. Like, it was a figure of a man with, like, a pointy hat. Mm-hmm. And suddenly I start screaming because I knew, like, like, it just felt wrong. And then this fucking figure started chasing us. Wow. Like, he ran towards us. And we just booked it out of there. And I was like, Mom, Dad, like, I just saw this thing. And then my parents were mad at me about it for some reason. Oh, my God. But turns out, like, they believed that it was something paranormal. Because my mom had, like, told my grandma, yeah, so, like, I don't know what kind, like, the universe is trying to teach Sandy or what wrong thing she did. But, like, this figure appeared to her and scared her. And I didn't know my mom had told my grandma. And I didn't know my grandma had told the rest of my goddamn family. Because when I went to Mexico that year, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you saw that thing? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> but I should know. Everyone there treats it like it's an everyday thing. Oh, this is tough. I suck at, like, remembering my life. <laughs> okay. When I was younger, um, a few times, actually, we, like, I've had, like, people follow me. So there was this time... Like, I went to a daycare when I was really young, and there was a few of us girls that walked together every day to school and back, and a few times, like, at lunch, there would be a car that would follow us, like, with a guy in the car, so that was really scary for obvious reasons. We just, yeah, or sometimes they would try to talk to us. It only happened, like, two or three times, and whenever it did, like, we would go tell the office, but, um, they never really did anything about it. Ugh classic um yeah so we would just be walking down the street and there would be this car across the street or like slowly falling behind us or whatever and like yeah creepy very creepy especially like around that time there was lots of reports of that happening for some reason and yeah we would always be told like girls when you're walking home tonight like be careful there was a report of these other people being followed and blah 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 Happened all the time back then. I don't hear about it as much anymore. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was this time that, like a few years later, I was probably like grade seven or eight. You know, it would have been grade seven. Uh, I was staying at a friend's house, and we like went to Seven Eleven or something at night, and um, we were walking back, giggling and laughing and having a good time. Blah, blah, blah. But then, like this car pulls up. And these, these people just start, like, yelling a name at us. And we're like, what? What? And they're like, oh, are one of you so-and-so? And we're like, no. <laughs> they're like, do you know so-and-so? And we're like, no. And they're like, oh, well, they're missing. We're just out looking for them. They, like, thought that one of us was this, like, girl they were looking for. Or something That's like so that. weird. Yeah. It was creepy. That's spooky. That's very creepy. Yeah, missing and people. Like we've seen, I hope they found her. We've seen, like, police drive by, like, a few minutes after and oh, stuff. And, like, weird. we're like, okay, let's go home now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there's some creepiness for you. Yeah, that was creepy. Have either of your pets done anything weird, like stare at corners or bark at nothing? Yes. Yeah. Though it stopped when I looked into the corner and said, stop it, like... <laughs> You're angering my dog, and it stopped. Like, I just looked, and I felt stupid doing it, but I was like, well, 
Well, stop. Fair though. It's bugging your dog. Um, I've had times where I'm just laying in bed and then Winston just starts barking at the wall right behind me. <laughs> I mean, like, it could be a ghost, but also Winston's kind of one of those dogs. Yeah, he's special. <laughs> he, like, chases lights and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, my dogs always just bark at nothing, like, outside. They just, they're in bark. Mm-hmm. Or, like, okay, so sometimes I play with Winston and I go and hide behind the uh, corner or in the bathroom or something like that. And it's dark, so he's too scared to go get me. Well, the way that he acts and, like, kind of peeks around the corner and stuff, he was doing that yesterday, except I was behind him, like, right beside him. He knew where I was. And he was acting like somebody was hiding behind the corner. Uh-huh. And I was like, you need to stop. I am not doing this today. <laughs> so, like, that's your attitude every day. Yeah. I was like, okay, stop. This is not all right. Yeah. Yeah. Are you afraid to be home alone? Yes. I am terrified to be home alone. Um, no. I don't know why... Like, not as a whole, like, if I'm home alone during the day, like, it's fine. But if I'm home alone at night, I get really anxious. So, yes, I am terrified of being home alone. I'm more, I'm not afraid of being home alone, but I'm more afraid of being alone outside. That's fair. Like, in alleys or, like, walking around or whatever, fields, stuff like that. I don't like if it's dark out. Yeah. Our favorite colors. What a nice, peaceful question. Yes. Honestly, I think mine is pink. Pink? Oh, interesting. I always say it's not, but I find myself always getting pink stuff. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I like lots of colors, honestly. I like purples. I like um, like turquoise and teals. Mm-hmm. All the colors. Yeah. Chasnay doesn't discriminate. I tend to be more of a cool toned color yeah. person over a warm toned color. But occasionally I'll dabble in the warmer to- tones. Oh, yes. Yes. Of course. Mm-hmm. To, what's it called? Make it interesting. Yeah, exactly. Favorite animals! Okay, I know this is going to sound so lame, but I'm, like, I swear, just dogs love dogs so much mm-hmm. more than I thought I I did mm-hmm. I genuinely love every single animal I have ever seen but my favorites and yes plural because I can't just choose one um, for pets obviously dogs obviously but for other kinds of animals um, foxes love foxes I think they're beautiful and majestic um, the platypus is hecka amazing they they're so cute they're like beaver ducks like (laughs) and then uh the axolotl oh yes because they're just the coolest things ever they're little pink salamander things but they're not like they're in this uh state where they haven't evolved into like actual like physical land salamanders and it's because they're missing like this one thing so if you add um uh, I think it's iodine into them. They'll like evolve into salamanders. Oh, cool. but also if you don't, and if you tear off one of their limbs, they grow back. So oh now God. they're using these axolotls 
to like try to cure cancer and oh stuff my like god. that. Oh my god. Because they have like regenerative cells yeah. and stuff. Oh my god. I They're just know. the most amazing little animal ever. And they're from Mexico. Yes. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they smile. And yeah. they pink. Yeah. They're so cool. When was the last time you felt truly afraid? Was the last time I felt truly afraid? Uh, probably whenever. Oh, well, sometimes when I'm driving, um, you know, stuff will happen and it freaks me out. <laughs> like somebody will cut me off, and I see my whole life flash before my eyes, or. There was this time when I was driving on the highway not too long ago and a semi-truck was going over the speed limit because I was going the speed limit. He was speeding, which they don't normally do. And he was trying to pass me, but he literally was half in my lane. So if I didn't move over to the shoulder, like, and I was in my mom's car. Hi, mom. (laughs) They would have hit me. And I'm like, how stupid are you? Like, okay, when I get scared, I get really mad, by the way. The fir- Actually, now that I think of it, I think the last time I truly felt afraid was when we went to the shock house. Oh my god! But that's because I was watching videos about like that one guy that tortures you, yeah. that haunt- and I just expected to be tortured, and I was like, no, like no one's gonna torture you, and I think that's why I was really afraid because I was in that mindset. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Have you ever experienced sleep paralysis? Thank the Lord. No. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. Can't relate. <laughs> I have never experienced sleep paralysis and I, oh God, I hope I never do because like my mom has and my sisters have and you have and it just seems horrifying. Yeah. I've never experienced the one that people think of, like seeing somebody in a corner or whatever. Like, no. But I have experienced it. If I take a nap in the middle of the day for some reason. I don't know why. I think it's like over exhaustion because that's normally when I take a nap. If I'm so tired, I can't stay awake. Um, But things that have happened. So the first time I experienced it, ironically, happened a week after I learned about sleep paralysis. I mean, makes sense. Yeah, that happened to like Christine or someone too. I heard them talk about. Um, So I knew how to get out of it. Thank God. Because I learned about it the week before. I watched a video about it. So I was like asleep, obviously. And I woke up and, like, I had a bunch of false awakenings first. So I woke up and I walked over to the door and went to turn on the light. And when I went to turn on light, like, I couldn't feel anything. And I was like, oh, I'm still asleep. So when I woke up and I got up and opened up my door and I went, or, yeah, probably went to grab my doorknob and I couldn't feel anything again. Oh, okay. But, okay. And then I woke up again. This time the door was open. So I walked out the door and my bathroom door was like right beside. So I walked into the bathroom and went to turn on the light. And again, couldn't feel anything. I was still asleep. But the thing was, is that my bedroom was perfectly the same. Like to a T. It was like my eyes were open and I was like walking through it. It was so crazy. Every detail, like the light coming through the window, the the flooring, like I could see everything perfectly. So that was really weird. But um, when I did finally like actually try to get up like I couldn't move um but I had I was conscious so I was like oh I'm 
I'm a pro at this. I learned about this in a BuzzFeed video last week. So, it's, they say, like, wiggle your fingertips or wiggle your tongue and stuff like that. So, that's I wiggled my toes and I woke up. Yay. Um, but now, <laughs> when I kind of experience this, like, half-consciousness kind of thing that I get, um, like, I hear people in my house. <laughs> it freaks out my family because I tell them, I'm like, were you guys home this morning? They're like, no. I'm like, oh, well, I heard someone downstairs. <laughs> um, So, like, this one time I could hear this woman walking around in high heels. So I could hear her walking around downstairs and then, like, get to the staircase, which is carpeted, and the heels would stop. Like, you can oh, hear yeah. them. And then I... That makes me wake up because I'm like, there's someone in my house. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, there's there's no someone one. in my house. Yeah. My dogs were upstairs, like, on my bed because I always sleep in my bed when everybody goes to work. Um, and that's happened a few times. So, like, where I have these super vivid dreams of me getting up and, like, my house is perfectly the same. It's almost like an out-of-body experience. Astral projecting. I must be. And this one time, these there was all these men breaking into my house, and um, yeah, they were breaking into my house. They were coming to kill me. I like wanted to walk downstairs. The only thing that was off about this dream was that there was a piano on my staircase. Yeah, and I was like, that doesn't there is no there. piano on her staircase. No, no, not on the staircase. No, I don't have a piano. And you had a keyboard. Yeah, no, I don't have a piano. Um, and then I heard these guys coming, so I ran up to my room, and then, like, they tried killing me. I forget exactly how, like, they tried suffocating me or something. And when I woke up, my neck was really sore. Like, it kind of is today, actually. Yeah, I had a sore neck. And I told my mom, and I'm pretty sure this is the same day, that she had had a dream that, um, like, I died. Yeah. So that's wild. The day that I had a dream that I was being like choked out by these men who broke into my house, she had a dream that I like died, and she got this phone call saying I was like dead or something like oh, that. Geez. Yeah, or that something really bad happened to me. Something. Yeah. Ask my wild. mom. Mom listens to this. She can tell you. Hi, mom. Um. Yeah, and I just like overall have these like super weird, extremely vivid dreams. I have, which I kind of talked about this on that Instagram live, that I have these dreams with mirrors i can't look into a mirror in my dream or else i see like it's me but then suddenly it's not me it's like Mm -hmm. i I describe her as being like a witch but like that's happened since i was really young um i've had lots of dreams about this witch um lots of like super paranormal ghost dreams and my dreams are actually so much fun i love sleeping I, I agree. Because they're exciting. My, they're yeah. freaky and scary. Yeah. But I wake up and I'm like, whoa, that was so cool. No, I feel that. Like, so, such weird stuff. And, um, yeah. And hearing people in my house. Which, actually, I heard somebody walking around my house yesterday and there was no one there. So, and I wasn't sleeping that time. I was like, yeah, this is fun. My favorite question. Oh. Who are you? Who are we? Well, I'm Sandy. I'm Shazne. And we are... The Woods Podcast! A podcast about the mysterious, the legendary, and the plain weird. 
Because you never know what you're going to find in the woods. Yay, you got it! Yes, I did. Not at the beginning of the episode, nope. but... <laughs> okay. Oh, we only have two more questions? No, Yay. three. Three more questions. Okay. What do you think ghosts look like? I think they look like whatever they want to look like. I believe in them. Yeah. Whatever, whatever, I don't know, form they want to take. Yeah. I think they can look like anything. Yeah, I think that they could look like, if they want to be their younger selves, they'll look like their younger selves, yeah. you know? Hobbies? I pet dogs. That's a good hobby. I sleep. Oh, this is the penultimate question, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah, the second last. Um, yeah. Okay, I love reading, as you know. I love supporting my public library, and you should support yours. Uh, I like knitting. I'm actually working on making a toque for my grandma. And, Ooh. yeah. I love doing yoga, and I love taking my dog for walks, and I love listening to podcasts, and I love listening to audiobooks. So, I don't know. I'd say I'm a pretty chill person. Oh, this is like a date and nap question. Yeah. I hate those. I never know how to describe myself. Like, I don't know. I listen to podcasts. I watch YouTube videos about scary things. Um, I... We're too tired to have fun hobbies. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I like video games. I just never play them. Um, I'm... I'm pretty nerdy though i just don't really have time to yeah. be nerdy anymore i feel that i like working out but that's pretty generic these days <laughs> um I, I i like the journal oh yeah actually i just write lists and then i never do them. i feel that that's my journaling oh I, I guess i'm a poet yeah i don't know if you know that about me listeners i'm a poet technically i'm a professional poet so, yeah, sorry, our hobbies aren't that exciting. No. Right. Do you like, wanna... podcasting yeah. is our hobby. Grab the last The last one. Favorite scary movie. Ooh. Now I'm forgetting every single horror movie I've ever watched. You know, I really like the new It. Like, It actually scared me. And... remember i'm blanking all right you your turn favorite scary movies um like the first scary movie that i ever watched was well okay that's not true when i was really young i watched poltergeist and those used to freak me out so much um but the first one that got me into scary movies was actually silent hill like the first silent one. hill's really good I was in like grade six and my friend had it and I was just, I loved the story of it so much because it was about witches mm-hmm. and stuff like that and I thought it was so cool. Yeah, that movie. But I really liked it. The Second Conjuring. That one was good. I don't, like I've seen it, I just don't really remember it. Um, Ooh, I like this one. I forget what it's called, but it was directed and I think it was written by Guillermo del Toro and it's a Spanish movie, like the whole thing's in Spanish, and it's about like this haunted orphanage. I really yeah, like. the orphanage. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Okay. That's oh, one of my favorites as oh, well. Okay. And another one of my favorites is The Shining. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do our shoutouts before we sign off. Okay. 
Where are we shouting out? Mainland. Oh, yes. Mainland podcast. They're from That's BC. It. Yeah, it's <laughs> the history of, of BC and other places, I think, but mostly BC. Yeah. Um, thank you for reaching out to us. We so love it. Check them out. They um, sound really fun. Yeah. Shout out to Undercover Coven. Thank you for reading my cursed car story. And you're right. Who puts their cat on a leash? If you don't, if you want to know what I'm talking about, go listen to their last episode. Um, what's Black got to do with it? They all sort of my story. Thanks. Um, my really weird poltergeisty story. Um, Kills and Chills, they shared our story on their story, so thank you for that. Um, nothing ever happens in Canada. Yeah, nothing ever happens in Canada. They're like thank you. our number one supporter right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank you. They like all our stuff. Thank so you for, for liking all them. our stuff and for shouting us out they all the time on Twitter. They have a really fun Canadian podcast. Uh, my mom listens to this and she's hi, always Shazley's looking. Mom. Yeah, hi mom. She's always looking for recommendations. So mom, listen to all our friends. Yeah, listen to Undercover Coven. What's blood got to do with it? Kills and chills. There's a chills and kills. Kills and chills. I'm so sorry, you guys. Kills it's, and chills. It's kills and chills. Okay, and mainland. Nothing ever happens in Canada. We'll throw in creepy reel and bubble butt on there too. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We wouldn't have friends if it weren't for you. Yeah. And um, thank you to all our other listeners. Yeah, we love all of you too. Um. Yeah, we got um, some. As I've said before, we got some exciting things coming up in the near ish future yeah. hopefully so watch out for that yeah um, um don't forget to rate us on itunes share us with your friends uh follow us on instagram at the woods podcast tweet us at woods podcast email us at the woods podcast at gmail.com yes we don't have a website that we need to plug anymore Woo! yay and uh shout out to jason Shaw for our wonderful opening theme running waters And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.